0: There's a whole world of success waiting for you, success in any area that matters to you. Whatever you desire to create for yourself, the universe says yes. And if you're tuning into this show, you're likely ready to drop the outdated model of struggle and sacrifice. This is the time to attract your success. And I want to reveal a methodology of attraction different from anything you've seen before in a free masterclass, The Energetics. Of success. This 90-minute class can change everything for you. Register for free at com forward slash success or click the link in the podcast show notes. Well, I know that hard work is not how I've done most of what I've achieved in my life. It's it's been a part of my formula in earlier stages in my life, but currently it is one of the least significant parts of my formula for creating the life that I want. This is the moment where all your power is. It's the springboard into everything that's possible for you. What can you create when you live your soul truth and flow with the well-being of the universe? Let's get real about it. I'm Andrew Donovan, international success coach, top 50 podcaster, rebel to limits and norms, and unapologetic attractor of love, prosperity, and fun. Here to spotlight how you can live your own truth as you create your most meaningful life. To call you out on your bullshit and to remind you that no matter what you desire, the universe says yes. As you set out into your everyday life looking to influence things for good, looking to create more of what you want, looking to improve conditions, it is such a big human tendency to want to take action ...in order to influence the world around you. And this is totally normal, but as I've said before, it's also kind of a clunky way of going about it. This episode is all about why hustle is unnecessary. And more importantly, about the more powerful ways that you can influence your life, the things that you create, the things that you attract... ...ultimately, the most powerful ways that you can influence your reality... Now, the human mind tends to process the world, the observable world, between two dominant thoughts. Thought number one is, what's the state of this condition that I'm observing? Meaning, I'm observing this problem that's happening overseas, or I'm observing the massive pile of trash floating through the ocean toward our country, or I'm observing some condition, and and do I like it or do I not like it, right? What's the state of this condition? So we're constantly observing conditions and analyzing, you know, do we like them or do we not like them? And that can be conditions that are far from us, like political conditions, or it could be conditions that are very close to home, like what's happening right now between you and your child, or you and your significant other, or you and your physical body, Right. The second question that our brains tend to use to, uh, to process the world around us is what can or can't I do about it? And so this is where we tend to get really empowered or really frustrated with things. You observe a political climate, something happening that's Pretty far beyond your ability to affect, but you don't like what you're observing, and you ask, what can I or can't I do about it? And your brain says, well, I can't do anything, therefore I'm powerless, that's pretty frustrating— or maybe you observe a condition where you, I don't know, you look in the mirror and you think, gosh, if I just lost this last 15 pounds, then I would be so empowered and I'd feel amazing and I'm, I'm gonna do it. And you decide that you can do something about it, right? And you, you, you make some resolutions and go to the gym and change your diet and there you go, right? So we, we ask, what's the state of this condition I'm observing and what can or can't I do about it? Now, because of these questions that our brains use so often, not even knowingly, you know, b- beneath consciousness, we, we process the world in these two ways, this is where a lot of action is birthed. And, I'm not going to talk about not taking action. I want to talk to you about taking more aligned action. You're a physical being in a physical world. You're always going to be taking action. Even sitting on the couch watching Netflix is taking action. It might not be the kind of productive action you would like to have done on a Tuesday afternoon, but (laughs) you get what I'm saying, right? Well, socially, we tend to praise hard work. We tend to praise hustle. You watch... Things like Shark Tank or Dragon's Den, those investor reality TV shows where, uh, not really a reality TV show, but those investor shows where people bring their ideas to the sharks or the dragons. And some of these big investors, these powerful, successful, influential people will really applaud the entrepreneurs who have done a lot of hard work. I know this firsthand because when I meet people who acknowledge my achievements, they usually say, wow, you've worked so hard. And I I always giggle a little bit. I give a little chuckle because, well, I know that hard work is not how I've done most of what I've achieved in my life. It's It's been a part of my formula in earlier stages in my life, but currently it is one of the least significant parts of my formula for creating the life that I want. And I've had people acknowledge my hard work about my physical physique, about my financial success, my aunt, my business success, my relationship, uh, my, my relationships. People have said on, across all these topics they said wow i mean relationships really take a lot of hard work you you guys are doing a good job and i think you know the hard work is actually where it usually goes sour to be honest <laughs> it's usually where i get in the way and then when i can back off and say you know i think the universe could handle this better than my hard work could that's when things really start to work out so i get that to the human brain, this sounds so backward. To the ego mind, it sounds like, wow, he is so full of shit, because everybody knows that hard work is what makes the world go round. And most of the people in the world would probably agree. But also, most of the people in the world are in a constant state of lacking what they want. Would you say that's fair? And I'm not going to go deep into that, all right? What I want to highlight here is that there are people in this world, who seem to effortlessly flow a lot of what they want. They flow the accolades, the recognition, the success, the money, the lovers, the the friends, the whatever, the, the travel, the experiences. There's people who flow things that a lot of humans find desirable, right? And we say, why does she make it look so effortless? Why do they get all the lucky breaks? Why... Does he do what I'm doing, but he gets the result and I don't get the result? So what's the difference? I mean, is it really that they work that much harder? And I'm going to be honest with you, hard work can get you what you want. It's just not necessary. And it's usually the clunkiest way of going about it. So, action is what we're talking about here. And action is what I would call the surfaced most level of, of your state of being. What I mean by that is there's many levels of your state of being. In fact, if you go back to episode five of this season in my podcast, I talk about the seven levels that make up your internal state of being. Action is the surface most level of your state of being. It's the last thing that you get to choose between you and the outside world, right? Like, what I mean by that is, let's say that I want my cup of coffee to be in my hand instead of on the table. So the cup of coffee, the table, it's an, e- those are external conditions and I can choose action to. Pick up the cup of coffee and have it in my hand, right? Um, and so action is kind of the bridge between you, your, you, you as a being and the outside world. But what, and you might think, well, that's cool. That's the bridge. But what I'm highlighting here for you is that it's the surfaced most level. And therefore, it's the thing that has the least influence. Your deeper levels of your state of being, your thoughts, your emotions, your intentions, those have a much more profound, a much more powerful effect on the outside world than your action does. Now, this is where it gets tricky because you think, well, I can observe action and I can see how my action changed the outside world, right? Like like I picked up the cup of coffee and it's now in my hand i took action that changed the outside world but where did it start there was a decision deeper than the action first right you actually chose a state of being before any action happened and that's what i want you to take away here so when you choose when you choose different aspects of your internal state of being like you choose new thoughts you choose new emotions you choose new intentions you choose to laser in and fine-tune your desires and really get into the energy of your deep desires that really matter to you. When you choose those internal shifts, they don't seem to have a quick and direct impact on the outside world. And that is most likely why we've socially agreed that hustle and hard work are so admirable because the outside effective action is so observable, right? I mean, you choose to run 5K, 5K every day for a month and you drop 20 pounds and you can pretty quickly observe the action, right? Or you choose to overindulge and eat an entire bag of potato chips and really quickly you see the results of that action. It's, it's observable. And I think that's why we put so much of our attention and energy into action. But... Think about what you know about energy and manifesting and law of attraction. You choose your internal state of being and you know that everything at its fundament is energy, right? I mean, and that's just, that's just physics. That's just, and quantum physics explaining how energy responds to other energy. And so when you choose your internal energy, meaning you decide, I'm going to wake up in the morning, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to really calibrate my internal state, I'm going to choose some thoughts that feel nice, that cultivate my internal state of peace. You're really playing in some good feeling energy with all of that, right? That You're, you're literally calibrating your internal state of being. And meanwhile, from everything you know about law of attraction, the universe says, okay, well, there's some great energy. Let's deliver some more great energy. Here's some more things to feel peaceful about. Here's some more things that feel good. Here's some more external things. And so while you might not be able to observe in an instant the direct correlation between your internal state versus how the external universe, the external conditions are lining themselves up, it is indeed the most profound way to affect the outside world. Why do you think there are people who say, I was I became an overnight success, right? Or 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 they wouldn't say that. We usually say that. We say, wow, how did they become an overnight success? Or you have someone that says, Yeah, the, the money just all of a sudden just came into my life. It was like the floodgates open. Boom. And someone who is. Deeply aware of the laws of creation, the laws of the universe, would be able to say, you know, there was a lot of internal calibrating that happened before the external manifestation blasted into reality. Sometimes you see someone who has been searching for love for years and, and they've been lonely and they've been stressed and, and then all of a sudden one day you, th- their lover pops into their life and it's just a match made in heaven and, and everybody knows that they're just made for each other. We say they're soulmates. And if you are someone who is deeply versed in the laws of creation, you know that it was not an overnight thing that came together. There was a lot of energy that was being calibrated behind the scenes before the external manifestation actually happened. Now, what we tend to do in these instances is we say to our friend that we're observing, what did you do? We say, what relationships workshop did you go to? Or what childhood trauma did you work through with your therapist? What physical action did you take what book did you read how did you change your hair right uh what where did you start buying clothes to get more men's attention so that more people would notice you and that's how you must have found your lover but of course we can laugh at this with a you know with lightheartedness because we know that it all happened internally first that's where the creation begins and that is why hustle isn't necessary now I said earlier in this episode that I'm not here to dis-hustle because action and, and hustle can be really powerful, but what you really want to enjoy is aligned action. You see, when you observe a condition outside of you, you don't like it, you have that emotional reaction to it, the 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 just the quick response to want to do something to fix it because you don't like what you're observing, that's definitely out-of-aligned action and out of aligned action is so less productive than aligned action when you see people who make tremendous leaps forward financially they launch a product or launch a business idea or or launch a team and and it just looks like it just comes together so effortlessly that is aligned action they're in alignment the internal state of being is calibrated there's anticipation there's belief there's knowing there's excitement there's there's a positive sense of looking forward to and in though in that state of being you can't go wrong with the action it that's when things just come together and you say how are you doing this but it's not that they're doing it It's that the universe is lining things up, and they're just along for the ride. Yeah, they're the person who goes to the business meetings or or puts on the new pair of pants that's two sizes smaller. Yeah, they're doing the stuff, but it was all created internally first. The universe responds, lines external things up, and then you, I guess, do things. Yeah, you're in action because you're a physical being, but you're not the person who's doing it. You're just along for the ride to enjoy it. So then that begs the question, well, what do I do then? Your your dominant intent should be cultivating your internal state of being. It's where all your power is. That's why I did a whole episode on deciding your state of being as the last episode here. Decide your state of being. And then from that internally calibrated state, then say, what action feels good? What action feels genuinely in alignment? Not what action can I muster and make myself do. Not what action did this person do. Not what action has the coach or the mentor or the speaker said, I have to take in order to get what I want. No, what action feels in alignment. You'll be guided toward it. You'll feel the impulse to take action. And when that positive impulse is there, move in that direction. You can't go wrong. But I would recommend that you pause And you make sure that you do the inner work first because that's, again, where all the power is. That's where the creation actually happens. So, my friend, as you step into your day here, just pause for a moment here, a moment there, and decide what you want your state of being to be. And then follow the impulses to take actions that match that internal state of being. Thanks for tuning in. If you found something valuable in this episode or if you're loving the show in general, it goes a long way when you leave a rating and review. If you'd scroll down and drop five stars and just jot down something that you liked in this episode or what you're loving about the show in general, it helps us get this content into the hands of more soulful creators like you. So many thanks for leaving your rating and review and for sharing episodes you like with the people who matter to you. Thanks for tuning in. If you found something valuable in this episode or if you're loving the show in general, it goes a long way when you leave a rating and a review. If you'd scroll down and drop five stars and just jot down something you like in this episode or what you're loving about the show itself, it helps us get this content into the hands of more soulful creators like you. And if your impulse is telling you that it's time to move forward in your ability to consciously create a life that lights you up, a life you can truly lean into and love, then I want to invite you to register for the Conscious Creation 3-Day Workshop. This workshop will shift your energetic trajectory and clean up your point of attraction in unique and powerful ways. There are also bonus modules to help you focus your energy in areas like love, money and career, time and health. Register for this transformative experience at andrewdonovan.com forward slash conscious creation or go to the link in the show notes.